Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. During this Lent, we take up God's invitation to be repentant and to allow him to heal us. I'm putting these two themes together this afternoon. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, one of our biggest illnesses is being full of ourselves. Full of ourselves to the point that we start making possessions, power, or control, and prestige, self-glory. Those become our goals, whether we're aware of it or not. And they become goals that eventually turn into traps. And the further we go in, the more dissatisfied we are and the more empty we feel. And so repentance is God's way of coming to us and healing us of our self-centeredness and making us, turning us into people of service, people of forgiveness, people of love, people who look beyond themselves. But repentance, as I reflected on this, includes what I call the medicine of upside down. And Jesus helps give us this medicine of upside down. He flips things around. Uh, he invites us to a radical change through his parables and through his own deeds. An example, one thing that he flips upside down is the thirst for revenge and sometimes hatred. He flips it upside down by saying, love your enemy, forgive. And in this gospel today, we see three more flips upside down. So first, the devil tempts Jesus to, and tempts us also, to fill our perceived hunger and emptiness with more bread. And that bread also represents possessions and other stuff. And yet Jesus comes by and says, not by bread alone, not by possessions alone does one live. Second, the, the evil one tempted Jesus with power and control over the whole world. And I think if we're honest, you and I sometimes turn into little controller gods too. And once again, Jesus heals our hunger for power and control by saying, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And then third, Satan tempted Jesus and tempts us too to consider ourselves so important that we presume God is going to send his angels and rescue us even when we're foolishly irresponsible. And what does Jesus say to that? Don't test the Lord your God. If we really look closely at these three temptations, we, we can realize that they're probably continuations of 
Adam and Eve's disobedience. The Lord had asked them one thing, to fast from the fruit of the one tree in the middle of their paradise, val uh, paradise valley, their paradise world. <laughs> that was a, <laughs> that wasn't on this page here. <laughs> they refused to be humble and limited human beings. And so they decided we're gonna do what we want to do. And what happened is they lost the happiness of their paradise world. They fell into shame. Their son Cain eventually killed his own brother. So here we are hundreds of thousands of years later and we too are suffering from disobedience by being so self-centered, by allowing the jealousy and the three temptations to take us over. And all these misguided elements are playing out at this very hour in the Ukraine or anywhere else in the world where war and serious and severe uh, conflicts are occurring. And the same three elements are playing out here in the US, here in Arizona, and if we're all human beings here in Scottsdale, it's playing itself out here. Wherever we meet rivalry, jealousy, broken relationships, broken families, corruption, even murder. If we think of all this, we say, my, what a hopeless situation. But thanks be to God, Jesus actually shows us the way out of our self-centered messiness. He even shows us how to get beyond wars, how to prevent wars. And what does he show us? He shows us solidly dedicated, totally dedicated commitment and obedience to the God of true love. Our God is true love, or I can say it the other way, true love is our God. And Jesus totally committed himself to that and now invites us, especially during this season, to turn back to that God of true love. And because God was so dedicated to him, he was also dedicated to God's word. And we heard in the second reading that God's word, is, and God's word is a word of true love again, that, that that word of God is planted deeply in the hearts of each and every one of us. It's for Jesus got his strength from listening to God's word and obeying it. That's what gave him the strength to fight off the temptations of Satan. And that is our strength too, the word of God. And how can we make it more our source of strength? I have two concrete uh, suggestions. One is, and you've heard this before, I'm sure, daily if possible, or at least on a regular basis, to read some verses of the gospel and then ask yourself, I ask myself, God, what are you saying to me through this particular passage of scripture? And then listen. 
You can do this privately and personally, but boy, one of the best forms, and we do the, I, I have a group on Zoom, and we have people from various states who get together for what we call Bible reflection. Now, I just asked one of the deacons this, uh, before we stepped out, and I, I heard that in this parish you have Bible study groups. That, too, is very important. It's more about learning the background and the meaning of various books or, or, uh, or sections of the Bible. But I'm talking about something a little different. It's Bible reflection. And if this can be done in a group, the group sits and reads a particular passage. Our group on Zoom reads the gospel of the following Sunday on Thursday morning. And then we sit silently for five minutes and ask that question, God, what are you saying to me through that particular gospel? And after five minutes of silence, we share, without commenting to one another, we share what we're hearing God say to us personally. And I'll tell you, this is a wonderful way to fulfill Ash Wednesday's request. Repent and believe the gospel. And if we do this regularly, we will become more loving people and will become healthier too. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 